Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, it's starting to feel real again. Like this is our lives. Don't, do you? Yeah, I like like the routine that's starting up again. Yesterday was our first day back live in like two months and it it felt like a dream. It did. (laughs) Almost a nightmare. Yeah. Well. Well, we both were naked, weren't we? Yes. Mm. Should we explain that? Do we have to? No. Okay. Um, But no, today I'm starting to feel like when the alarm went off Mm -hmm. this morning, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. This is what I do. It's the beginning of starting to remember that this is what life is like. And I'm sure a lot of members of the Buzz family are feeling the same way as they go back to work. Is your body re-sinking to its... Normal schedule? No. No. Because we don't have a schedule like that. <laughs> Nobody gets used to waking up at 3.30 in the morning. Oh, that's true. Oh, God. How, uh, how's your sleep been? Uh, last night, it was decent, but I'm pretty tired this morning. Uh-uh. I think my yesterday, my nerves kind of helped woke me up, but a little tired. How about you? Mm. Yesterday, I was more tired than today because I couldn't sleep because I was too excited. Oh. No, 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 I don't know. I, it's just, it's weird coming back to this. I don't, it feels like it's a present. Is that weird? Like, holy crap, this is what we do. Oh, uh, absolutely. Like, this is a dream job. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just great that, I don't know, this is a reality. I don't know, like, but that's what it feels like at the end of quarantine and the beginning of things trying to start all over again. That storm yesterday that we were predicting? Oh, my goodness. Oh, we should have called you Nostradamus. That almost, like, ended the world. Didn't it? And that was what I said, remember? I was like, all right, things are starting to open up. What is going to happen? I said catch fire. Uh, You did. (laughs) But whatever. There was hail. Did you see from your apartment window? What did you see from your view? Better. What? I went to the grocery store (gasps) after this, after we were done with the show, Mm -hmm. and I pushed my cart out, and that was when the hail started. Yeah. And it was just like very light, like, poof, poof. but it still hurt. I remember being like, oh, I wish I hadn't parked so far away. So I'm getting pelted in like the face with hail. And I thought that that was painful, right? So I go put my groceries in the back of my car, slam the, the thing shut, go put my cart away, get in the car, close the door. And the, at that exact moment was when it went, hey, <laughs> I, I felt so lucky. Because that looked very painful outside. Do you feel lucky having a convertible, not having to deal with the ice or hail damage? Um, I was actually worried at a certain time that it was going to break through. And what I, what was I going to do? Because I read winds up to 80 miles an hour. I saw that. Did, were, did they get that high? It felt like it, especially when you have a tiny little car. You know, <clears throat> yesterday uh, when I was driving home, because I decided to drive home in it because I'm an idiot, mm-hmm. uh, on 35, right where there's a dip, right in the city, it became a lake. Yeah. Did you have to drive through that? I, I not yesterday, but I know what you're 
know what you're talking about? Whoever engineered that part of the interstate, did did they know about drainage? Apparently not. That's how the first part of uh, River Market or like the the old industrial area mm-hmm. that would flood all the time Absolutely. here in Kansas City. So that's actually how I found out I have a hole in my Volvo. Uh-oh. Went over really fast, and the water came up through the bottom and gave me a two inch pool in the bottom. But good <laughs> deal. You love that car. That's why I have to drive a thirty year old car. Oh my god. Dude, uh, but also the photos yesterday that everyone was taking of the storm starting. The clouds? Yes, the beautiful blue. Everybody was like Annie Leibovitz. They were like professional <laughs> photographers. It was beautiful. Jordan Silver and Friends, 6 to 9 on 96.5 The Buzz. During quarantine, there really were only three days. There's a meme that was passed around that fits that perfectly. There's today, yesterday, and tomorrow. That's it. That's it. My friend... I, that's it. Isn't that how it always is? Well, you didn't see any far, any further than tomorrow into the future during quarantine, you oh, know? Okay. Like, every day was bleeding together. It didn't matter what day of the week it was, you know? It's, it's like, true. It's Saturday night. I'm on the couch watching, I don't know, Jeopardy. Yeah, that's what this is like now. Um, but today is actually Cinco de Mayo. Doesn't that just mean it's May 5th? Yes. Well, I mean, there's there's some significance behind it. Yeah, cause, but, but Cinco de Mayo, Cinco, five in Spanish, right? Yep. Mayo, May, May 5th? Yes. But, like, there was a battle, and there's a lot of other stuff. that It's not just, hey, we pick a day mm-hmm. of the year to celebrate. When you say we. Mexico. Because it was of the Spanish battle. Uh, all right. Uh, but I found a list of things that people have Googled about Cinco de Mayo while they were trying to figure out questions exactly like that. Yeah. Like, is Cinco de Mayo May 5th? Yes. When is Cinco de Mayo? May 5th. <laughs> Ready? What is Cinco de Mayo in Spanish? <laughs> Not done yet. Oh, these are great. When is Cinco de Mayo celebrated <laughs> in Mexico? No. Oh, this is having me lose faith in humanity. No, no, this one will. Ready? No. Go ahead. The last one was, when is Cinco de Mayo celebrated in Mexico? <clears throat> the other question from no. Google. When is Cinco de Mayo celebrated <laughs> in the U.S.? Music. Deep into history, because we're all a bunch of nerds, and bringing you on this day in history with Jordan Silver and friends. We will get into our disagreement over that television show coming up when we talk about on this day in 2000 in history. But uh, Chris, let's kick it off right now. What happened on this day? This famous May 5th, yes, 2018. Well, the musical Jagged Little Pill. Debuts. Do you know what album that's based upon? Yes, Jagged Little Pill. Yeah. Okay. Did you know that? I did. I did know that one. That's a, such a good album. We do not play enough Alanis Morissette. She's one of those artists that falls in the is this pop category. Mm-hmm. But like that angry ass album, definitely alt. So good. Mm-hmm. On this day in 2014, Beyonce's sister Solange attacks Jay-Z in an elevator. Here's what Jay-Z has to say about that. 
It ain't nothing. We never, we've had one uh, disagreement ever mm. before and after we've been cool. My sister, mm. I would I protect her. I would, you know, it's right. my sister. That was all over the news, you remember? Vaguely. Really? Mm-hmm. There's, so, there's quite a few, like, elevator attacks during that kind of time, so they all blend together for me. You're not talking about Princess Diana, are you? It's like the last <laughs> no. footage of her alive. <laughs> no. Oh, no. No. But, you know... You kind of put two and two together. They never talked about it. But then a couple of years later, Beyonce comes out with an album all about how Jay-Z cheated. Yeah. What lemonade. I thought on the, the video of them in the elevator, when she's attacking Jay-Z, Beyonce is just like, yep, okay. It's my sister. Mm. That's right. Mm. On this day in 2010, Google edits their logo to my favorite one. Which is? Which is the, the 3D looking without the nasty shadows in the back. How much do you think someone got paid for doing that? Do you think it was just their hourly wage? Probably. That, it's like the Wizard of Oz with special things. You think that they're going to be, you get paid so much to do things, and then no. really it's like, hi, I have three jobs to feed my family. You make SAG minimum. On this day in 2008, Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails posts their album The Slip on free on his website. And since it was free... I figured we can just play the whole thing now since I was didn't need to pay for it and we just have that right now too, right? I'm into it. Just Waking play. people up in the morning. Sounds like a recording I did with my band. Just, you know, the distortion's a little too fuzzy. Hmm. I looked online about this and uh, they made it a point to say that the physical copy of the album was not for free. Like, no way. I mean, duh, people aren't giving away free CDs. There's actual money that goes into that. Idiots. (laughs) I I would like to know what the numbers of the free downloads versus albums sold. Well, then you have to put in all the illegal downloads, too, which there's there's a... I read an article that said that there's a resurgence of illegally downloading music now during coronavirus. Is that a good thing? No, uh, it's never (laughs) to do things illegal. On this day in 2002... Spider-Man was released, becoming the fastest movie ever to earn over $100 million. People love their superhero stuff. Yeah. This is the one that we're going to fight about. Mm. This day in 2000, the final episode of... When the Spawn Meets World. What a great theme song, no? No. Excuse me? No. What will do Come on, Jordan. Jordan, Harmony? World. I mean, I, I like Why Harmony. do you hate this show so much? My problem with Boy Meets World is I don't like when people, when actors are playing just unbelievable aged roles for what they look like. Can you give me an example in Boy Meets World because there is not one. Well, it's the fact that they started out in, like, I don't know, kindergarten or whatever together, and then the next year they're in high school, and then the next year they're married? They were they look like little baby children, and they were married and, like, having kids and stuff. That's what it was like back then. No, it was the 90s. It was 2000. No. They, people looked a lot younger back then. No. No. Have you, have you ever looked at your parents' yearbook and been like, damn, you looked old even then or more mature? Yeah, they did look more mature, but I don't know. I, I don't think they 
They, they cast through well for that show. Cause... There's a show on Netflix now called Outer Banks, and I know I talked about this with Stacey Moody last week, mm-hmm. but the lead guy plays a 16-year-old. At one point, the uh, Child Protective Services comes to get him. And I'm like, what is CPS doing at this guy's house? Because he looks 30. And he's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. oh yeah, because my uncle's not my guardian because I'm not over 16 yet. And I'm like, shut up. Shut up. It's... Mm. They just went through adult situations as little baby children. I'm sorry. Okay. Like the, it's, it's like the last episode was The Notebook or something. And they still looked exactly the same. Of, of Boy Meets World? Y- yeah. Of the, the graduation and the... Me- that, that was beautiful. Whatever. Topanga? Are you kidding me? No, Topanga, yes, I will go with. Oh. But, but it's weird oh. now. Hold on. It's weird what? now because she looks so young. You know what I mean? Like back then when we were kids and she was possibly older mm-hmm. than us, then it's fine. But when you rewatch Boy, Meet Wor- Boy Meets World well, that's and just you're like, like, oh, there's Topanga. I had a crush on her. Now it's weird. She's 12. No, it's just the, the tricks correlation. Like tricks are for kids. When you get older, you lose that that sense. So that's that's the reason. Oh, you you did? Okay. On this day in 1997, I'm I'm excited for this because I don't think we'll get to play Frank Sinatra a lot on this station. Married with Children. Final episode. Now that's a theme song. <laughs> I was never allowed to watch the show. Yeah, I know so bad. It was on Fox. Yeah. I remember once, like, uh, I think it was Family Guy made a joke about it, and they just had the dude, Al, sitting on the couch, and he flushed the toilet, and everybody just laughs. At the end of that show, <laughs> like, when that show hit its prime, that was it. It was just, like, garbage. Ugh. Fox was just way ahead of their time with uh, their blue humor. Mm-hmm. On this day in 1992, the Beach Boys appear on... Full House. Here's great theme song too. Yeah, here's Stephanie. Hey, who are these guys? Uh, Stephanie, I'd like to introduce to you the legendary Beach Boys. It's really weird to hear her as a child because then she grew up and literally started doing math. Yeah, in Coke too, right? Uh, everything. Um, that episode. That... <clears throat> Did you watch Full House? Yes. Okay. Did... That show. Ignited Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen, which were another hmm, into billionaires. Well, it was kind of like that that uh, Kardashian slash Jenner. Like they did a couple other things other than that. You know, like they came out with one of everything. They put their name on everything. But uh, I think it's funny because Uncle Jesse is in the Beach Boys music video for Kokomo. It's like, uh, like the actual video. Yes, he's in the background <laughs> playing bongos, and he's playing bongos. And where's Aunt Becky? Jail. Oh, hmm. too soon. No. On this day in 1961, Alan Shepard becomes the first American in outer space. Here's actual f- recordings of him in space. Okay, switching to manual pitch. Going to manual pitch. Uh, manual pitch. Switching manual roll. Can you imagine back in 1961 watching on television the first person in space? You know that's my dream, right? Going to space? Yes, that's it, number one. Me too. I've gone. I have gone. I have not gone to space, 
But if I ever get the opportunity to go, I'm taking it. If I die, I don't care. I've been following SpaceX since the beginning, which actually happened on this day, this week in history, because I want to do it so bad. I want to go to outer space. I have it when I have like a dating profile, Mm -hmm. you know, those regular (laughs) questions that you ask people when you connect. It's like, all right, where would be like your dream vacation? And they'd be like, I don't know, I want to go to Australia. And what about you? Oh, I want to go to outer space. Then it's always crickets. I think that that is a creative answer. Absolutely. Could you imagine coming back to Earth after you've gone to outer space? You would just be like, I don't care about my phone bill. I've seen outer space. That's probably the most exclusive club in the world. People who have been off the Earth into outer space. Dream. But it's like, besides the fact that tickets to even do SpaceX are like $200,000. Yeah. uh, This is like last year or the year before one of the ex- experimental trial runs crashed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was like, okay, What's I'm going to wait for it? them. In in a decade, that $200,000 ticket will be twenty grand, two grand, two grand to go to outer space. No, they, they still haven't perfected it. It's like the facelift. They haven't perfected it. We just went like 50, 60 years ago. Yeah, but those were the right smart people doing it. Now we've got Elon Musk doing it. Mm. On this day in 1921, Coco Chanel introduces Chanel number five. Here's Marilyn Monroe telling why and when she wears it. Well, you know, they ask you questions like, what do you wear to bed? So I say, Chanel number five. It's the truth. And yet I don't want to say nude, but it's, it's the truth. Marilyn Monroe sleeps in the nude, wearing Chanel number five, or did. Uh, you remember those old Calvin Klein commercials from when we were kids? The ones with Brooke Shields that were n- a little too far for the television in the 80s? I was thinking, you're talking about the jeans, but I'm thinking oh. the old, like, CK Oh, Marky one. Mark? Just the ones that made no sense, you know? Like, it was black and white, mm-hmm. and then there were really pretty-looking people, and then they did something like cut down a tree, and then it would say CK1. <laughs> You don't remember that? I don't remember those. We read our own CK1 commercials. Uh, On this day in 1866, Memorial Day is first celebrated in the United States. On May 5th. All right. You know Mm. that Cinco de Mayo originated in, I believe, was 1862. So, all right. Another thing that we stole and decided to run on top of. mm. What's going on for unofficial holidays today? Can't believe I'm doing this, Jordan, but it is Revenge of the Fifth. What does that mean? I think it's a Star Wars reference. Revenge of the Sith. It's fifth. They got their day yesterday. Let's move on. All right. It is. We can appreciate this one. Teacher Appreciation Day. How important they are to teaching our children. Not only that, I feel like all parents are now. They now have another appreciation for teachers. Now they have to teach their own kids. Double appreciation. And finally, it is Hug a Shed and Take a Selfie Day. I can tell you how to celebrate it, but I feel like I would be repeating myself. You never know when that info will come in handy. Like maybe for your pub quiz night. That was On This Day in History with Jordan Silver and Friends on the bus. It runs in my family. We do not like going to the grocery store. Least favorite place to go. That's a thing? Yes. It just runs in our family. My mother, every single time she has to go to the grocery store, she's like, I don't like it. Why? Why? Mm. I think it's because we have to do it so often, you know? Can you just order more things 
buy more things when you're there so you don't have to go as often? No, because food is perishable, so you can only get X amount, you know? Can you buy non-perishable foods? Who eats that? We're not in a wartime. foods? Yeah, as a meal? No. The thing is, right now, it feels like the grocery store is so hostile. You know, everybody there is on edge. It's like it's like Christmas with my family, where yeah. you know that if one person says one little thing wrong, that it's going to be WWE, like Royal Rumble in there. Oh, okay. You know, everybody at the grocery store is like on this edge, mm-hmm. you know, because they don't want to be there. They are probably exposing themselves to... Uh, coronavirus. Um, they don't want to be around people, especially strangers, and that's the place that you have to do it, and you have to go. I mean, of course, you can order your groceries online, but I, I, I prefer to do it the analog way. Actually, I just don't want anyone to know how bad I eat. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> anyway, so um, yesterday I was trying to do my due diligence and social distance, which is what you're supposed to do at the grocery store. And uh, my grocery store, the one right down the street, has all these places on the ground that let you know what six feet is? Is there a grocery store like that? Yep. It's like, all right, okay, cool. Thank you very much for this. Do you have arrows and yeah, one ways? Yes, one ways in the grocery store. What happened when you're when you're in one of those aisles and you're going and all of a sudden you forget something and you need to go back like 20 feet? You've you got to go? go around. It's like <laughs> supermarket sweep or something. No. I know. Like The first thing that I do when I see a one-way inside a grocery store is I want to go the wrong way. <laughs> I want to just be that person because this upsets me. Mm-hmm. But I was trying to do everything right yesterday. And the thing was, I don't know what was on this lady's shopping list. Actually, I do. Because she picked up everything that I wanted. What? Right before me. So, I'm social distancing, but I look like a creep because I'm like, all right, she's not going to the taco shell section, is she? Oh, no. All right, she's not going to get cookie dough next, is she? Yes, it looked so creepy like I was stalking her. Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5 The Buzz. You got any Taco Tuesday news? You know I do. Oh, tell me about it. Well, it's a double day, Jordan. Not only is it Cinco de Mayo, it is Taco Tuesday. Mm -hmm. So Taco Bell has decided to offer a taco bar kit. It's $25 and serves six people, Jordan. The average six person. (laughs) Is it the average six person that orders like 20 things at Taco Bell? Yes. Okay. How long do you think before the I ate the entire Taco Bell kit video appears on YouTube? Probably already is on there. That was but my answer. You know what's funny is what? I was looking at an app and it threw up one of those ads, those whatever place, yeah. place one ads, and it said it was from it was an ad for Buffalo Wild Wings, and it yeah. said Wing Tuesday, and I was like, guys, is that a thing? No, and it doesn't even like <laughs> rhyme. Like have a Wing Wednesday and you leave tacos to Tuesday. Oh, they had one Wing went. Missed opportunity. Wing Wednesday. Yep. Mm. What else is going on in the news? Well, music piracy has dropped dramatically since online streaming services are available. But illegal movie streaming since the Rona is up 41%. People are still illegally downloading those. And according to Rolling Rolling Stones, they're going back to those peer-to-peer torrent sites that are so safe. My cousin once down... Well, she (laughs) she downloaded Anne of Green Gable. Okay, so like the most G-rated movie, right? I don't know. She just 
But the thing was, she downloaded it from a torrent site. And so somewhere in the middle of it, a <sighs> pornographic scene happened. That's how you hide it, right? I guess. And of Green Cable. Or she downloaded the porn version of that, which is titled, I don't know. I'm sure someone will come up with it and text us that Please before the end of the news. What else is going on? Of course, Jordan, you are familiar with Tiger King, no? That bitch, Carol Baskin? Mm-hmm. I don't know how anybody could not be familiar with Tiger King. There's going to be more. It's going to get even wilder. There's going to be a TV show based on his life. Well, I guess another one. So if you watch the show, you know where Joe Exotic currently is. So how would they cast a show about Joe Exotic? Can you guess who they got to play? They, who they cast as Joe Exotic? Mm-mm. As big of as a disaster as Joe Exotic himself? Nicholas Cage. <laughs> I saw this. Is this real news this or is, funny news? As far as I know, it's real news. Did I convince you that I have watched Tiger King? You haven't seen Tiger No, I have not seen a single Jordan! word. But the thing is, with shows like that, <clears throat> if you can find one sentence that you can throw back at people, oh. they will just let it go. Like, you thought I watched it. All I said was, that bitch Carol Baskin. Yep. Same thing. I've never seen any Harry Potter movies, but I know Wingardium Liviosa, and that will shut everyone up. It will. Speaking of which, <sighs> Wingardium Liviosa. Jordan Silver on the bus. What does it feel like, Chris, to have created the most adorable baby? I... I am pretty proud of the fact of how beautiful she is. She's beautiful. Um, before social distancing happened, before the whole coronavirus thing happened, we had a picnic, and she was uh, there, your little daughter, Cora. Yep, yep. She was there for like five hours mm-hmm. with was us. A saint. Totally didn't. I cried more times than she did at that picnic. Not a joke. Right. And you had to change my diaper a couple times more, but... Can you stop Sorry. blowing out? I will try. <laughs> Actually, I can't control it. You know that's the problem. Anyway, yeah, I know your daughter, and you send an upload on your Instagram, just, she's so beautiful. I feel like I like her more than children that I'm related to. Well, I, I love sharing photos and like for my family and stuff, but I'm afraid, because of course I'm a proud father, mm-hmm. but so is every other person out there, they're, uh, if they're a parent, like, oh, congratulations, your child walked, but it's... This is my baby, and... Yeah, you're experiencing this for the first time. My God, this is like what that part of life that is so amazing. You created something. I don't even know how. You don't? fun one night. Was it the store? Moving on. Uh, (laughs) But she is so advanced. Yeah, she was able... She's standing up, and she has one hand on something and is able to balance without shaking. I did a little Google research. When can babies kind of stand on their own? And when they're holding something, nine to 12 months. And she's doing it at? Seven months and five days. Oh, how many hours? You're a bad father. Just joking. No, are you kidding me? That's so beautiful and amazing. It is. It's. But you've sent me the videos. And this little seven-month-old is like walking. She's like babbling a little bit yeah. too. Not quite saying like dad, 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 mama. But she, it, I can hear her wanting to and trying to. Do you think because, you know, she's your daughter and everything. Do you think that maybe you're really listening in to how she's babbling and understanding things as a... Possibly. Has she babbled anything that you think you understood? Because what, when do babies start talking? Uh, a year-ish? I don't know. I, okay. I haven't... I have no idea. I thought my thought my nieces were three. <laughs> They're 15. <laughs> I don't know. 
I don't know children's ages and things, but that's what's so great about having you here. Mm-hmm. And definitely things that our our listeners, the Buzz family, have experienced having kids for the first time, and the second time, and the third time, and the fourth time. And just that amazing, how, how does it feel to be a dad? Almost sometimes like it's not even real. And it is, a, it's a constant and it is sometimes exhausting because I just want to go and go out and drive the car for two hours or go to the store without having to worry. But it, it's it's definitely the additional responsibility that is just just always there now. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I can't just go free range in the world by myself because I have to take care of another living soul. You sound, le- you sound like a better dad than a lot of people. Follow the show. Instagram.com slash Jordan Silver. Jordan with an I. People think when they see pictures of us, Chris, they think that we're related. I think it's the eyes. We do kind of seem related. You know, we like a lot of the same stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. And we feel a lot of the same ways. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm so glad that you know me so well <laughs> that you suggested to watch the show on Netflix. I did yesterday. And both you and I binged it. Oh, my goodness. That, was, that recommendation was just me watching the first 30 minutes of the first episode. You know the worst part about all of this is like last night you and I were texting each other <laughs> at 8. Alright, are you going to watch another episode? Because we're only going to get like 6 hours of sleep now. Yeah. We have to stop. But for the past 2 months, we've never had a bedtime. No. Only when a great Netflix show comes out, we have a bedtime. Of course. You're one episode ahead of me. Yes. And we're talking about the show Hollywood, Hollywood. on Netflix. Uh, you've got a trailer from it, right? Sure do. Cool. This town's all about dreams. I came here to be a movie star. It's about fame and what Hollywood does to people. This is our screenwriter, Archie Coleman. Pleasure to meet you. You're colored. I love it. My friend messaged me that uh, she saw just a quick little preview of it just mm-hmm. a real quick little and it's that old uh just right out of the silent era around the 30s um old hollywood and she thought that it was going to be very very clean mm-hmm. <laughs> because that's what when you look at that era in movies in hollywood mm-hmm. they all look super clean and like everything's g-rated but no that was the image they portrayed but what actually happened was a little more... A lot more. It's the exact yeah. opposite. To the point where there were famous, famous, famous actors and actresses that were super gay, but obviously couldn't be at mm-hmm. that time, and out. Um, and so they had to hide it. And that is a plot line in this show, Hollywood, on Netflix yes. as well, which hasn't really been told there's a lot of stories out of Hollywood. Like, if I see another damn movie about the Manson murders, yeah. like, that's done. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to all these other stories. Uh, the story that the show Hollywood is based around, or they're, they're working on a story, a Hollywood script. It's uh, the story of Peg and Whistle, who I'm so glad that they're telling the story because it's didn't so you tell up. me about this like a few weeks ago or months ago? And then the fact that it's in this show is crazy. Well, when I discovered what, uh, when I was in Los Angeles, I started doing some research. And then uh, 
I would go to the the uh, Beverly Hills Library every Sunday and research the people in the silent era. So this exact time mm-hmm. and the stories of all the the issues that they had and all the conflict and the things that they had to do to be famous stars and you know the pills that they were on and all of that and uh, I. It's just a crazy story. It's not the way that it looks, but the Peg Endwistle story, which her name has changed slightly mm-hmm. in the show Hollywood on Netflix, uh, is the story of an actress that failed, and she climbed up to the top of the H in the Hollywood sign and jumped off, which is a super tragic story. It's also like a n- not well-known one anywhere else but there. When you move to L.A., of course, everybody learns that story because mm-hmm. it's the story of somebody going to Los Angeles and then not making it. And that's an interesting angle to this. I know that I lived there, and I I loved it, and I felt like I fit in, and I love it here, too. Like, I I really do love it, but that was the first time I ever felt like I really fit in. And it was from researching these actors and actresses and their their lives and their conflicts. I mean, I, I read the Peg End Whistle suicide note. I was like, oh, my God. I've written this before. It looked like I wrote it. Not the handwriting. I'm talking about the emotion, Mm -hmm. the actual emotion. Like, I really want to get into, like, the depths of this. Because there's a lot of stuff going on on this show that's more than the face value. So how did you feel when you moved to L.A. and then finally felt like you were among, not your people, but just people that could understand or accept or... (laughs) It wasn't exactly that. It was that the city was built by people that I've that felt like me. Okay. You know? Okay. Like I've never really fit in, but I did there. But it was a lonely fitting in because that's what it's like in Los Angeles. Um, I mean, everybody who does anything in any kind of entertainment, that's where they want to go, and it's such a mirage, you know, because you don't know until you've been there what it's really like. Actually, I did an interview with someone uh, for a school project, and they asked me questions about L.A., and I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> I've got a lot of things to tell you about, about that if you want to move. Um, so of all the research that you have done about this kind of era, did you know a lot of the storylines, characters? Yes. Did, you, did, it, did they portray it to an yes. era that you felt was... Justice Yes, and it's great to have these these characters being shown. And then I found out that Ryan Murphy was the one who uh, produced this, Mm -hmm. and he did American Horror Story. Chris Chris is one episode ahead of me on the TV show Hollywood on Netflix. And again, like, I've researched this time period. I know a lot of stuff. I asked about this specific... Uh, if this specific thing called the the sewing circle, which Mm -hmm. is what the silent and talky... Actresses, it was the, they. Some of them were secret lesbians, and it was called the Sewing Circle. Uh, it was the secret group, and they would go to a house on a certain street, and like that's where things would happen. So, you're ahead of me. One episode on this show about mm-hmm. old Hollywood, and they do dive into um, gay storylines yes. with famous actors. And I'm like, Chris, do they have the Sewing Circle? Like, are they going to get into that? Like, because you're an episode ahead of me. And what did you say? Well, first off, I said, no, none of that yet. But then I get to the next episode, and eight minutes in, 
There's a lesbian kiss, and I get so excited, so I have to text you. You texted me. <laughs> yes. You texted me. There's a lesbian kiss on this. Oh, my God. <laughs> Queen Latifah is playing Hattie McDaniel, and les- there's lesbian kissing. I watched it. I got up to that part. She was kissing her on the cheek. Like, you kissed your grandmother goodbye. That's not lesbian kissing, Chris. Jordan Silver on the bus. Definitely not the kind of show that you should watch with kids in the room. No. Some, somebody asked me about that, talking about Hollywood on Netflix, brand new show um, about early Hollywood. And uh, it looks like the beautiful colors, the outfits, kind of the trailer misleads mm-hmm. you into thinking that maybe the kids can be in the room and watch this. Nope. Yeah. Don't even try. So much nudity. So much sex. It's, it's not quite X-rated. It's, but it's like like right before W yeah. or V rated. Yes, it's right on the line. Whoa. Right there. Close. Um, the characters in the show are great. Um, they're telling great storylines that have, have never been told as far as the history of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's some serious interpersonal struggle that many of the people on the show, the actor, the actual who they're portraying, uh, are going through, and that is the picky, the choice between your career or your life. Hmm. Do you closely relate to that one, Jordan? I cried so hard at Aww. this part right here because this is my life. It's when uh, Rock Hudson mm-hmm. is in the room with that guy. Is he a producer? He's he's a big wig. I think he's at the, like the studio head's number two. Yes. Okay. So the big studio head, and uh, he's talking about he's trying to give Rock Hudson, who's a brand new actor in this in this uh, TV show, give him advice about what to do, pick your career or yourself. And uh, the studio head absolutely would. You could tell he's the kind of guy that works you know twenty hours a day and never takes a day off. And I know what that feels like. And so I listened to this. I was I had to clean my glasses at this part. All of my life, I have been a good man. I've been a company man, and the loneliness that comes along with that, I just I just accepted it year after year. And then suddenly, it's just too late. You're lost. And the person that you wanted to be is just swept far out to sea. And there's nothing you can do about it. It's just, it's just too late. And you hate yourself because you're the one responsible for letting it happen. I am almost 40. No kids. No partner. Career is great, but it's so lonely. And when I watched that, I was like, oh, my God, I was in physical pain. He's crying and he's got, like, snot coming down out of his nose on the TV show. So was I. Mm. I mean, you and I have talked about this at my house. Mm-hmm. You know, like, what road do you choose? You either go all in with the family thing or you go all in with your career. You cannot do both. Everybody knows that. It's impossible to balance those two things if you really go in, you know, on your career. And now it's <laughs> this show hits way too close to home. There's there's still hope, Jordan. No. Julia Child found love when she was 40. Yeah, but she could cook. That's Jordan Silver and friends from 6 to 9 on The Buzz. I'm so bad at pronouncing people's names, so just a second ago, I asked Chris how to pronounce, is it Dr. Fauci? So, as... 
Yeah, did a quick Google search. I know you can YouTube the name, and usually they'll just be like, hey, here's how to pronounce it. Yeah, this is what he found. We are looking at how to pronounce the name of the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases in the United oh States God. and advisor to Donald Trump Just say the name. regarding yes. health issues. Anthony, you know how to pronounce Anthony. They're telling course. us how to pronounce Anthony. His last name is actually a common word in Italian. I don't care. Just tell me his last name. The pronunciation. Tours. Yes. How do you go about pronouncing this last name? Oh Fauci. Fauci. Yes, in Italian. Why should that be wrong? My joke isn't funny anymore. It was oh. that I saw the headline. It said that Dr. Fauci <laughs> dismisses That's... the Wuhan lab as a source of coronavirus, which contradicts Pompeo, which I thought they meant Ellen Pompeo from Grey's Anatomy. Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5 The Buzz. Twitter had a billion jokes about this first news story. What's going on, Chris? Well, clothing sales have reached a level not seen since 1992, which has caused the first major retailer to file for bankruptcy due to the Rona. J. Crew. Do you have anything from J. Crew? I have a sweater that I bought from a thrift shop at J. Crew. Oh. That was my dressing up nice store. Damn it. Did, I'm ready for the sale, though. Like the oh. liquidation sale, if it gets to that. They say they're probably just going to restructure from some debt, and you can still buy stuff online, but there's no plans to close the stores. Oh. So. Damn it. Oh, so I, I will have to pay $145 for that $145 cardigan. Yes. So crazy. And they say this is the first of many large retail businesses filing bankruptcy. Great. <laughs> Don't you dare take my Forever 21. <laughs> What else is going on? A uh, theater chain in Texas opened with an airport-style security check-in yesterday. A theater? A movie theater? A movie theater. With an airport-style check-in? Yes. They are asking if you are sick, if you've been sick, and they will take your temperature. And if you're above 100.4, they will refuse you entry. They take your temperature to go see a movie. Yes. I- I'm excited to know about these these workers who applied for these theater positions now performing medical questionnaires and procedures. It happens a lot, Chris. A lot. Not only that, um, <laughs> a movie theater is like the grossest place. It's as gross as the studio here in The Buzz. There's soda all over the floor. Everything sticks. <laughs> it's awful. Oh, truth. God, you probably get Rona from Are that we movie round theater. Zero? I don't know. Anyway, <clears throat> for the 29th year in a row, Jordan, the Labrador Retriever has kept its title as America's top favorite dog, but... The Pembroke Welsh Corgi has finally gotten to the top ten. Really? Yes. Do you like small dogs? Do you like Welsh Corgis? I don't know. I'm a cat person, but... That's true. Well, I just needed a non-sad, non-corona story. That's why I threw that one in there. Okay, good. So, dogs are good? I love dogs. Jordan Silver and Friends on the bus. This is just like TikTok. I don't get it. Get what? This Facebook group. What's the name of this group? We talked about it yesterday. A group where we all pretend to be ants in an ant colony. We were making fun of it yesterday. That one? Yes. And so I followed it because I needed to know more. And now I'm obsessed. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed. And people's posts get thousands of comments. We're 2.7. There was one that had 12,000 comments. What About what? And what are they saying? I will tell you that in a second. Stream Jordan Silver and Friends 6 to 9 on the Radio.com.
Do you know what they do in the Facebook group called a group where we all pretend to be ants in an ant colony? I mean, besides the obvious, no. No, it is exactly the obvious. They all just pretend to be ants in an ants colony. There are 1.7 million people around the world that are in this group. How? We talked about it yesterday. We just kind of briefly talked about it. I didn't want to, like, get into it because it seems so weird. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I, just for a lark, decided to join the group. And now I'm obsessed. I don't know what's going on. I don't. It's like, is this group where people are pretending to be ants in an ant colony just is the is this the equivalent of like a video game a boring video game right <laughs> so people are just like posting pictures of ants or like what they were if they were okay the ones that are really gross are where they post videos of ants attacking things that's nasty i don't like looking at that but these are the updates in the facebook group called a group where we all pretend to be ants in an ant colony all right I'm just going to let you know ahead of time that this post that I'm about to read got 1.3 thousand comments. Comments? Yes, it got over a thousand comments. What are they saying? Quote, just bit my first human kind of nervous. <laughs> That's it. 1.3 thousand comments. So this is a group where it takes no real thought. You can do it instantly and you can't be wrong. Five hundred and sixty-seven comments go to a picture of a mouse that says "enemy approaching." What? One point three again. One thousand comments. Thirteen hundred comments. First day in the colony. Is there an ant initiation? One thousand three hundred. One thousand three hundred comments. Are people just repeating themselves, or are there actually thousands of different opinions or words? Or they say one word back. Because ants don't have complex I get, like lift, vocabulary, drink. Like I, I don't. Is this like Dungeons and Dragons? Like I don't get it. What is going on here? My colony was attacked by yellow jackets, and I'm the only survivor. Can I join your colony? And then I clicked into this thing, and like, like what kind of person is playing this game? It's just, just a regular, regular lady has a kid, has a family, and is pretending to be an ant in an ant colony on Facebook. Maybe this is how people escape their. Their lives. Damn, that's sad. The, the, the one that has the most comments. Guys, it's a, it's a picture of a giant ant on a treadmill. Guys, I've gained two milligrams. Please motivate me to get in shape. <laughs> God! Jordan Silver and Friends. On the bus. We can always count on 21 pilots. Mm-hmm. I had to write that quickly. Yes. Well, I mean... Did, they had a lot of time to work on it. It's true. The line, would you be my little quarantine? So cute. I'm sorry. Um, I love it. Will you be my little quarantine? Um, the music video for that, they're both working on the song mm-hmm. at their own houses, and they uh, do their parts and then take the USB stick, put it in the mailbox to mail it to each other, and then in the end of the music video, it backs up, and you see that they live next door to each other. Aw. Well, I'm like, that's adorable. Cute. Yeah, but also, um, you think that... 21 pilots would have heard of Dropbox or something instead of a sending a beat. <laughs> Hashtag Jordan Silver and Friends on the bus. Something that I've noticed, a positive from this coronavirus and, and having to stay at home all the time is how much money I spend going out. Is it a lot? Yes. 
turning me. And it's kind of crazy. And, you know, when you think of days like Cinco de Mayo where everybody's going to go out and um, get wasted. Well, now it's going to be probably the cheapest Cinco de Mayo ever if you're at home. Get that well tequila. It costs what you're actually paying for. Mm-hmm. And go to town. You don't have to uh, get a cab home. I, I feel like all these are great ways to save a dollar. It, it is. That's what's so crazy. Go to Taco Bell, get that 24-pack of whatever, or the six six meals. It's a $25 Got it. Taco Bell kit. This is going to be the cheapest Cinco de Mayo ever. I'm telling you, I just saw a meme, too, that said, imagine that we live in a world where Cinco de Mayo falls on Taco Tuesday only to be ruined by a virus named after a Mexican beer. <laughs> Thanks for downloading the podcast and hanging out with us today. If you want to see what's going on when the show's not on air, follow Jordan Silver on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Jordan Silver. That's J-O-R-D-I-N Silver. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.